0: hello welcome back to another episode of tread talks guys the last episode was kind of a lot okay i just want to address that really quick i want to start off by saying first of all if you listened to the last episode thank you if you reached out because you listened to the last episode thank you basically your girl has been going through it And I was determined to make February a better month. And so far, it's going really well. But basically, January and part of December just really weren't great for me or my mental health. And I felt like this weird feeling about putting it on my friends because I didn't want to overwhelm them. So instead, I put it on all of you. (laughs) <laughs> no I'm, I'm joking but I put it into a podcast and it helped so so much I think partially because that was the first time that I had even said most of the things that I was feeling out loud and also because I had so many men and women reaching out to me and here's the thing people say misery loves company And I do not ever want to get news that any of you guys are hurting in that case. Like, my misery does not want any company. I want you guys to be so happy and successful. But I will say that so many men and women reached out to me after that episode that it really made me realize that I'm not crazy for feeling the way that I feel. And I think that... Talking about mental health openly is becoming a lot more normal in the media, which is fantastic because it gives people space to talk about how they feel and resonate with other people who are struggling, but I think we still have a long way to go, and so I was really nervous to post that episode because I didn't want anyone to think that I was, like, fishing for attention or anything like that, and a lot of people reached out after listening to that episode, and it just spoke volumes on our little community. I'm so, so thankful for each one of you and I I can't even really fully explain the impact that you guys have had on my life, but I'm I'm endlessly thankful and a lot of the people that reached out said kind of the same thing. Basically, that they were going through it, they're hurting, they're down bad, and they almost like ninety like I'd say like pretty much everyone who reached out like ended their DM or their message whatever with but Steph we're gonna get through this and so baby it's February I'm really really making a conscious effort to make this the best month I've had so far this year lol because there's only been two but we are getting through this. We're getting through this together and if you're hurting still I'm not leaving you in January reach out to me and it's time for me to support you guys the way you supported me okay so I want to say I'm not a hundred percent where I want to be from a mental health standpoint but I'm getting there and a lot of it comes down to mindset so in February I am changing my mindset I am grinding I'm I'm just prioritizing myself again and prioritizing my happiness. And so far, it seems to be working for me. So that's that's the little update because I know that if you listened to the last episode, you might have been a little concerned. You're like, Steph, like, are you still there with us? Like, what's going on? So I wanted to give you guys just a little update. And today, I have a juicy little topic for us. Okay, today we're going to talk about the things that I did when I was insecure and I would say right now that I am the most secure person the most secure version of myself at least that I have ever ever been and that is in a lot of aspects of my life I'm not even talking about like just like I love the way I look I mean I truly am secure in my friendships in my communication skills in my like self-worth. like I have a lot of security in my life surrounding who I am and it's allowed me to become a much more genuine version of myself. But it took me a long time to get here and I used to do some shady ass shit back when I was insecure. So I wanted to talk about today some of the things that I did when I was insecure and I also want to preface by saying that just because you do these things doesn't necessarily mean that you're insecure or you're doing them because you're insecure. I'm speaking from personal experience so that you guys can see that looking back a few years later, I can consciously decide that, yeah, I was only doing that because I was insecure. I was unhappy with my life. I was unable to communicate effectively with others. And, you know, maybe this will be some food for thought for you. You know, you never know. But don't feel like I'm, like, calling you out. Like, if you do this stuff, I'm like, you're an insecure bitch and you need help. No, no, no. I'm just saying I was an insecure bitch. But I'm doing a lot better in that area of my life. And I truly, like I said, am the most secure I have ever been. So I think I'm ready to make a little episode roasting myself. And also, I put a a question box on my Instagram story asking you guys what you did when you were insecure. And I'm going to leave those anonymous, but I'm going to read out a bunch of those at the end of the episode because some of them were like savage. Like you guys, all I'm going to say is I love this community. You guys keep it so real with me. I ask you to be vulnerable with me in a little question box, my Instagram story, and you guys do the most always. And I'm so thankful for that. So today we're going to break down things I did when I was insecure and some things that some of the people in our community did when they were insecure and maybe it'll help you kind of find areas in your life where you maybe need to work on some self-improvement and self-love and I don't know just remember that I'm speaking on my experiences we all develop emotionally and mentally so differently and at different paces so you might be steps ahead of where I am or maybe you're kind of like finding yourself really relating to a lot of the things I was doing when I was a super insecure person, and either of those is fine, okay? I'm here for you regardless. We're growing together regardless, so let's get into it. baby. Number one, you already know what I'm going to say. The number one thing I did when I was insecure was edit my photos, whether it was like over filter or face tuning or using whatever other editing apps. I don't know. Here's the situation. Even if you are doing this still today, there is a part of you that is insecure. I mean, even if you edit your photos and you're like, no, I'm just smoothing my skin. No, I'm just whitening my teeth. No, I'm just going to fix this tiny, tiny detail. Girlie, I'm going to keep it real with you. There's a part of you that's insecure, okay? Because if you were a very secure person, you wouldn't feel the need to do that. And I think that part of the reason that I don't do this anymore is because you guys see what I post. I post my most unflattering angles i post i i basically expose myself on the reg to hundreds of thousands of people so it's like why do i need why would i ever need to like edit anything you know what i mean because people are already expecting the worst from me you know so that was number 1 and no shade if you're still editing your photos i highly encourage you do, to delete the apps you don't need that shit i pre- promise you and here's the thing when people see you in person has anyone ever like said anything to you like your your friends have they ever been like you should probably try whitening strips or ha you should you should like get some more volume in your hair or you you know what I mean like you should probably use eye drops so your eyes are brighter you know what I mean like your bestest bestest friends who roast the fuck out of you all the time aren't even saying these things to you so I promise you no one else is noticing them so take a step back stop editing your photos you know hot girls embrace their bodies okay but no shade I know it's like a work in progress especially because photoshopping has become such a prevalent part of our culture that it it can feel fucking impossible to stop you're like I'll just I'm not really, I'm not really photoshopping, I'm just doing little micro edits, but I promise you those micro edits are extremely damaging on you, on your followers, on your future children, everything, okay? So that's number one. Number one thing I did when I was insecure was edit my photos, but if you're still editing them, no shade, but you know, you got this. We're going to break out of these chains that we are in, I promise. Okay, number two. And this one, I'm kind of reflecting back. And this one, you might really resonate with still. I used to change my outfit 100 times before going out. Okay, not 100. But I used to change my outfit at least 10 times before going out. Tried on everything in my closet. Hated it all, even though it all looked perfectly fine on me. But I'm realizing now that I was doing those things because I was a very insecure person. I didn't want to leave the house unless I looked, in my opinion, as perfect as I could. And that all starts with the outfit, right? So I used to change my outfit as I was getting ready a hundred times. And I'm not talking in like the cute, fun, like getting ready with your friends. Like, oh my god, like everyone try on this top. No, like try on this top. Not like that. I'm talking just me, myself, and I getting ready to go somewhere like the fucking grocery store and I changed my outfit five times. Why? Who do I have to impress there? Joe in aisle three? No, no. I was just insecure and I thought that having a bomb outfit would make me feel better. And it did, right? It does. Still, I love putting on a hot outfit. Like I love feeling good but reflecting back i can see now that how many times i had you change my outfit and the way that i talked to myself as i changed my outfits like oh my god you can't wear those jeans like you look so like wide in them you can't wear that top it makes you look so flat you know what i mean the outfit changing is something that i feel like i used to do so much and i don't do it all anymore if you ask my friends who I've like gone on trips with or whatever, I pack the outfits I need and I put my outfit on and there's, I don't ask questions about it. I'm like, oh, this is my outfit. I feel good. You know what I mean? It's not like this crazy ordeal. It used to be. But if you love fashion and you love changing your outfit and trying on outfits and it's like this fun dress up for you, then more power to you, sis. As long as you're not taking off the outfit before With mal intent and talking badly about your body in between every outfit change, then you're then you're chilling, right? Right? On top of that, I used to spend like two hours getting ready to go places, and again, not in the sense that like oh my god, like I'm gonna do my most elaborate makeup routine because I want to look like I have full glam on tonight, like I want to feel so good tonight. I'm talking about like going to the library, or nannying some kids over the summer. I was like getting ready and doing my hair and my makeup and everything for what? For a six-year-old boy? No. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, the outfit changes, the makeup, enjoying that process does not mean you're an insecure person. But for me personally, my insecurities were manifesting through all of the different outfits I had to try on to finally feel good enough to walk out the door and all of the time spent curling my hair, doing my makeup for events or activities that no one in their right mind should have been spending two hours getting ready for. You know what I mean? Okay, the next one is juicy and I want to say that I was a toxic little girl growing up and you're gonna listen to this and some of you might be like okay Steph you crazy bitch and the other half of you are doing the Debbie Ryan face you know the hair into like your, your hand into your hair tucking it behind your ear and like the little weird grin because I know you relate to this one so not in my current relationship well actually honestly at the beginning of my current relationship yeah I felt uncomfortable letting my boyfriend follow certain people And it was pretty much 100% like, just like hot girls, right? So if you have been in a relationship in the past 10 years, I feel like this is a conversation that has come up. It's like, why are you following that Insta thought? Like, why are you following like, oh my God, the two names that trigger me the most, Sierra Sky and Summer Ray. And if you, if your blood is starting to boil right now, girl, I feel you. I feel you, baby. So I used to get really, really insecure when the men in my life, and I'm not even talking about like my current relationship, relationship necessarily, I mean back in like high school relationships when they would follow these like insta like baddies and or even people in my own life who I just think are so beautiful. You know what I mean? It's like you don't want your man's like following a beautiful, beautiful girl who's in his life Because he's going to see her. You know what I mean? But that's the thing. He's going to see her in person regardless. So I would say back when I was in high school, early college, I used to like freak out if my the guy that I was dating at the time or talking to at the time would be following these insta baddies or following girls um, in their lives who post promiscuous stuff because it made me feel uncomfortable because I knew I would never look like them. And I took my insecurities out on these girls by like roasting them. Being like, she's such a hoe for posting that. Like she's, you know what I mean? I think that we've all been there. I think that we've all talked down on another woman who is, you know, posting her sexy ass body online. Because our men were seeing it. And I think this was probably a much bigger problem five years ago for me like before like I don't know like somewhere between like 16 to like 20 because I was so insecure back then. I still had so much acne from Accutane. Photoshop was just starting to get normalized in Instagram and everything. These girls had these perfect fake boobs, the smooth skin. I was flat chested. I hadn't gone on Accutane yet and my insecurities literally were eating me alive knowing that the men in my life were looking at these beautiful goddesses and it made me really, really put pressure on my relationships because I would like get angry at the guys, you know what I mean? At my exes. I'd be like, why are you following her? You need to unfollow her. Like literally making them like unfollow. You know what I mean? So I think that it's something that now as a very secure person, I could give a fuck But also, I just want to say, ladies, if he wanted to, he would. If you are in a relationship with someone right now who follows Insta baddies and engages with their content and things like that, low-key a red flag. Even if you've never said anything about it, even if it has never really made you upset, it's like, at the end of the day, like, you should be enough for your man. And I know I'm enough for my man. And he doesn't act like that two years into our life. You know what I mean? So, obviously, the table, What's it, what do they say? It goes both ways. It goes both ways. But that's definitely something I used to do as an insecure girl was really just make my exes unfollow insta-baddies or other people in their lives that were stunning and just had like perfect bodies because I was so insecure that I was constantly going to be in their head compared to them when in reality like if your mans didn't want to be with you he wouldn't be with you he would just break up with you it's that easy so you know just don't be so hard on yourself and if you're still doing this if you're still literally going to and you already know I know about this I've been on that side of TikTok if you are going to instagram.com and checking your man's followers in chronological order, girly, I hate to say it, I'm calling you out right now, you gotta stop, and you are probably not as secure as you think you are if you're doing things like that, or if you have a burner account, and you're doing the same thing, you're stalking his exes, what are you doing girl, you're too hot, you're too hot to be doing that, stop acting like that, that TikTok audio. Why do you act like that? Literally, you don't need to be doing that. Okay, on top of that, I kind of touched on it a second ago when I said that I used to like call the insta baddies like thoughts and like be like, you're like, she's so gross and slutty. I used to be really mean and like take my insecurities out on other people around me when I was an insecure person and I have talked about this before in another podcast episode I think it's like one of my first episodes ever where I talked about oh it's I think it's sad girl hours that episode where I talked about how my depression after my dad passed away when I was in college manifested into me becoming an evil raging bitch and I anyways but even before then I wouldn't even be mean necessarily I would just, like, point out other girls' flaws to make myself look better, like, when I was in, like, high school. You know what I mean? I do, I want to reiterate, I do not do this stuff right now, like, I, like, this is, I'm speaking in the past tense right now, but if you are going out of your way to look for problems in other people's lives or other women's lives... You probably are not as secure as you think you are, you know what I mean if you're going with you're if you're with your group of friends and you're going to his ex's Instagram and you guys are absolutely flaming her here's the thing i've been there i've been i've been like my my girl I love to back my girls up like they show me their ex I'm like girly I'm like you know, you know what I mean I hit my friends up too, and I'll like roll with the punches, but that also comes down to the people that you're surrounding yourself with. And I feel like in the past few 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 months specifically, I've really transitioned into surrounding myself with people who would never put me in a situation where they're asking me to bring down another person to make them feel better. So if your friends are constantly like, ew, like his ex is so gross. Like, can you believe like saying things like that? They're kind of putting you in a bad position. You know what I mean? And honestly spacing myself from people like that and it probably does have to do with age because we've all been growing up and everything and I'm 23 now which isn't even old but you know maturity comes and it's just if you surround yourself with people who are constantly putting others down and expecting you to put others down because you're spending time with them those probably aren't the best people to surround yourself with if you're really working on your personal development and working on becoming the most secure version of yourself. You know what I mean? So just, you know, just look around, see see who's around you, see if you are really nice people. Like, see if the people you're surrounding yourself are putting you in positions where you are acting out of character to try to make them feel better. All right, the next one was that I used to Google search Specific types of workouts. So, for example, I'd go to YouTube and I would look up model workouts or workouts to be skinny or workouts to get rid of hip dips or workouts to shrink thighs, things like that. And there is no problem at all with training with aesthetic purposes in mind. But if you have a toxic mindset around that, And your goal is to be the smallest version of yourself possible. And you're looking up workouts like how to get rid of cellulite. Obviously, no workout's going to do that. But when I was insecure, I was looking for any possible solution that I could find. So I would Google search at home workout plan to shrink my thighs. I remember that was a huge one. I was always looking up how to shrink my thighs, how to shrink my thighs. And at the end of the day, I was built, I have muscular thighs. And if I want to shrink my thighs, I'm going to have to lose muscle. And I was doing these little model workouts, Victoria's Secret Angel workouts, for months at a time. I wasn't really, really restricting my food that badly. But the workouts, even the name of the workouts, were so concerning now that I'm like looking back. It's just... Really reflective of my insecurities because I wasn't looking up, I don't, I don't know, I wasn't looking up like lean calf workout because I was never insecure about my calves. I was looking up lean thigh workout because I was insecure about my thighs. You know what I mean? So if you find yourself looking up workouts for specific, fixing specific parts of the body, even though they don't have to be fixed, that's probably an insecurity of yours. You know what I mean? And, you know, we all have these insecurities. It's it's literally impossible to wake up every day of your life and be like, I am the baddest of all the baddies out there. But that's really something I've been working on lately. You know, it comes down to mindset. All right, the next one. And I feel like sometimes I still do this, but like not really as... Okay, I'll just tell you. So, I used to, and this was really specific when Instagram was just starting to grow, but I used to send my friends my Instagram pictures before I would post them, and I would send it to, like, 10 people and be like, is this okay? Is this okay? And, like, make sure that I got, like, approval from enough people, and this was years ago for me. This was back when I had my personal account, nothing on, like, defining active or defining fitness um but even like this week so i just posted from the revolve event me and my pink pants i had three of my favorite photos and i sent them to my friend meredith and i was like which one's like which one's your favorite which one should i use as the cover but i think that wasn't really like an insecurity thing because i love the photos also much i just like like an outsider opinion but when i was insecure i was sending them to my friends to like make sure that they couldn't see how badly I edited the photos, or they couldn't see my acne, or they couldn't see my like stomach, like like you know what I mean? I used to send them to so many people before I would post, and it also like was I had like people, I would have like the nice people who I'd send to and I'd be like, oh, of course she said that. And then I would send it to like my three OG like meanies the girls who I knew would keep it real with me and then see what they said and if any of them said no I just like wouldn't post it I feel like Instagram had such a hold over me before I started my fitness account that it's it's like sickening to like look back like I used to edit the fuck out of my photos and then I would send them to my friends and make sure that they couldn't tell it was edited I don't know it's like almost like sad for me to like look back and think about that It's just crazy to think that there was a time in my life where I had to send a photo to 10 different girls to approve for me to put on my personal Instagram account. And I think that really shows the freaking chokehold that Instagram has on us because we all are so obsessed with getting the perfect image, Like I'm at, I'm at like events and I'm like, I have to make sure I get a good picture for Instagram. Granted, Instagram is like part of my job now. So like, that's like, I kind of have to, but that even back when I was like 16 in high school with a personal Instagram account, getting like 300 likes, I was obsessed with making sure I got the perfect photo. And then I would get a photo that looked so perfect to me. I would edit the fuck out of it until it looked perfect to society standards. And then I would send it to 10 people and say, hey, is this photo good enough? Every time I sent that, I was basically asking, hey, am I good enough? Hey, is this photo good enough that everyone who sees it will like me? And that's just not how life works, you know? So if you are constantly editing your photos still and then sending them around to get approval, just post the damn pic, babe. I promise you, you look fantastic. And I promise you also, like, low-key, even if they're best friends, I promise you they, they're they probably getting annoyed by that. <laughs> like, I can think back now that I have a lot of self-awareness and reflect on the fact that I was probably annoying the fuck out of everyone. I was sending people, you know, what do you post? Back in the day, you used to post on Instagram, like, once a week. Like, every day, that's not a thing. You know, like, I feel like in high school, I had, like, okay once a week I'll post like every Tuesday something like that I don't even know I feel like when I was like 16 I was obsessed with it I think that was when Instagram was really starting to grow and it's just like crazy because every week I would send it to my 10 same girlies and be like hey guys it's me again does this look real does my face look real does my body look real because I edited all of it you know what I mean and now thank thank god I'm not doing that anymore. And I'm so so glad because it takes this pressure off me. Okay, I'll give you a prime example. I met a girl at the bar and she came up to me. She's like, "Oh my god, I follow you. And I love meeting you guys. It's awesome, right?" So we take a picture and I look at the picture and it's fucking feral. <laughs> it's like, "Oh, oh my god, we're blacked out at the bar." And I look at the picture though and 16 year old me would have been like okay delete it and then delete it from you're deleted and then set your phone on fire and then drive it over with the train you know what I mean I would freak out but the girl was like I'm so glad I got a picture with you and I felt at peace I was like I didn't feel the need to edit the photo to change the photo at all anything and I think that part of that's because my platform is such a safe place like when you guys meet me you're not You're not meeting me or excited to meet me because I'm, like, hot and beautiful. You know what I mean? Like, if I were to meet... I'm trying to think. I can't even really... I don't really call anyone out right now. But, like, if I were... There's a handful of influencers who I would want to meet just because they have great fashion and they're very beautiful. And if I met them in person and they were not very beautiful, I'd probably be disappointed. Because it meant... It would mean that everything's just, you know, fake. So, I think that part of, like, the safety aspect comes in because our community is all about embracing yourself. And so when I meet you guys, I take pictures with you guys. It's like, hell yeah. Like I might have acne showing that photo. My eyes might be like squinted super hard, everything like that. But I'm just, I'm so at peace with how I feel about myself and my self-confidence and my current security levels that I don't, panic anymore and on a next note another thing I used to do when I was insecure I know and saying these things out loud if you're not a girl if you if if you've never been a teenage girl this shit probably sounds crazy to you but I used to only take pictures even group pictures on my phone so if we were taking a group pic oh I got it I got it no we can take it on my phone I'll send it to everybody. After I face tune and edit the fuck out of it, you know what I'm saying? I used to refuse to be in a group photo unless it was taken on my phone so that I could be in control of how I looked in those photos before I sent it out to everyone else. And that is 100% because I was insecure and nervous that people would post these photos of me online that I didn't look 100% perfect in. And I never looked 100% perfect, even after all the botched facetune that I did for years. It's just like, it's just crazy to think back. Like now it's like, and honestly, when I'm, in, I'm really thinking hard right now. When I was in high school, I can remember multiple times when girls got into fights about whose phone to take the pictures on that's actually such a hot take, like, I actually do remember that, because I remember times where I'd be like, oh, no, like, we can take it on my phone, and another girl would be like, no, let's take it on mine, and then it all came down to who had the better phone at the time, and my, like, you guys know, like, I did not come from any type of, like, wealthy background at all, so I always had, like, the oldest phone ever, and, um, so it's just, like, funny, because I can think back, I'm like, oh, oh, my god, like, Sarah's taking the photos, like, how am I gonna be able to, like, like fix myself before everyone sees them and that was like a genuine stressor of mine from the ages of like 14 to like 18 and it's just so it's like so sad to think that all of that was because of social media 100 percent I mean obviously we could have still been taking pictures if social media didn't exist but I wouldn't have been freaking out like that if social media didn't exist because where would those photos have gone they would have just been memories they would have been in a photo album instead of on instagram for all of my peers to see and it's just really really crazy to think about and so i just exposed myself and now it's time that i expose you and i'm not gonna i so i actually like i got so many concerned dms because i put the question box on my story saying um tell me things that you did when you were insecure and I, I put it in my story saying, like, I'm going to shout you out in the podcast episode. Like I'm going to give you guys all the clout so you guys can get them followers. And then I realized that I literally was asking you guys to expose the fuck out of yourselves. And then saying I was going to put you on blast. So I will not be sharing usernames at all for any of the ex- expose that is about to follow. But we are going to get into the the cult members insecurities and how they how they manifested. I have the question box up in front of me and oh my god you guys really were so vulnerable with me and I'm so so thankful but I'm gonna read some of them that like really really resonated with me and some of them that I thought might be like super super common. So number one. Okay this one is This one, I feel like, isn't necessarily super common. But this one says, I would steal my mom's diet pills and drink them in secret. That is fucking heartbreaking to the lady who submitted this. And I'm I'm just going to call you guys all the lady. To the little lady who submitted this, I hope that you're doing better. And thank you for sharing that with me. Okay, I'm going to expose myself now. I honestly didn't even think about this until... You mentioned this when I, oh my God, I'm going to freak out. When I was a freshman in college, there was this Instagram ad going around for these diet pills and I can distinctively remember the name. Hold on. I say that, but let's see if I can get it. Garcinia, Cambogina, something like that. And I bought them i purchased these can't i can't remember exactly what they're called but i can remember the packaging and i got these pills in the mail and they were the sketchiest fucking pills they tasted disgusting they made me literally sick to my stomach and i would take them every day and then they were, So, they were free, right? They were for these free pills and that's part of why I bought them. This is so sad for me to think that I was like ever at a point this low. So, I'm glad that I can like talk about this with you guys now. But I would, I bought these or I got them for free. But you have to like put a card down for the shipping. I think I paid for shipping. And I didn't know that 30 days later, it was going to charge me for a new round of the pills. So, it charged me 200 something dollars and I was so broke in college and I remember seeing looking at my account one day and I like had like five dollars left and I was like what the fuck happened and so I call my bank and they're like oh it says that was from like this dietpill.com is this a scam did you sign up for this like and I was like no that's a scam and they were like and, but I knew that I signed up for them. And they were like, okay, well, we're going to look into it. And uh, if you're if you're lying, we we have to like report you for fraud. And I remember panicking and be like, okay, I bought them. And then I just hung up because I was so panicked. And then obviously I canceled my card. But yeah, so this, this little lady said that she used to steal her mom's diet pills. And that's fucking devastating. But I bought my own. So if you ever bought, if you were a victim of the ca- garcinia, cambogia, whatever the fuck pills, In the mid 2000s, you probably, and I'm not even joking when I say this, we are probably, probably entitled to financial compensation. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. The next person used to, okay. The next person said, um, a lot of people said facetune. Okay. So a lot of people like, I used to like facetune. Okay. Then another person said, I used to untag myself from people's pictures because I didn't like how I looked. This, I used to do this too. You guys dropped so many things in this question box that I used to do and it's like crazy because I'm hoping that you guys are doing a lot better now and that you're not still doing these things. But I, remember how I told you I wouldn't let people take pictures, like group pictures or pictures with me on their phone? I had to be the one to take it. If they did and they posted it, I would untag myself so fast. I would make sure and not even like untag, untag and remove from profile. I remember doing that for so, so long. So that's like so interesting that like we really all did the same things. Like we, none of us have really ever had one unique experience, really. Okay, another person said, I used to practice angles and stances before taking pictures before going to weddings and events. I feel like low-key... I still do this is that an insecurity thing you guys are like calling things out that like I don't even like know I okay you know what I do sometimes if I have a new outfit on or if I have like or just like I don't know like if I have like an outfit on I'll set my phone up to record and then I'll like walk around the room to see what everyone else sees and I'm like okay fine I look thick as fuck in these pants but I feel like I'm not really doing it in a toxic way because I'm not looking at the video being like oh my god they're gonna see this and this and this but also, I'm like tr- probably just val- trying to validate myself right now. That's so interesting. Like I used, to, I still, I think I still do like practice my posing and stuff. But I feel like it's it's a big part of being an influencer though too. Is like trying, like knowing your angles so that you don't have to take a thousand photos. But wow, I feel like I started this episode saying like I am the most secure I've ever been, and now reading these, I'm like, oh my god, am I actually okay? Someone said, I still do this, but I delete someone like the person said, I still do this, but I used to delete all the pictures I hated before airdropping the rest to all the other people in them. I did the same thing. Like same exact concept as not wanting people to take the pictures on their phone. Exactly. I think that we've like all done that before. Okay. Someone said, I used a fake account to look at other people's accounts. Yeah, we talked about fake accounts real quick on this episode, but yeah, if you have a burner account right now and you're using it to look at people you are probably you're probably a uh, insecure like why do you have a burner account for stop that delete the burner account you don't need that shit okay um someone said i used a mirror that purposely made you look skinnier the target mirror i already know it was the target mirror yeah have you guys seen that have you seen how and i actually put this on my story a few months ago but have you seen how some mirrors distort your body in different ways and it makes you like some of them make you look really skinny and then some of them make you look like whiter than you actually are? Mirrors are just fucking with your brain but that's interesting because this person's basically saying that she went out of her way to buy like a quote skinny mirror so that she would feel better. Okay, someone said I would post on uh, I used to post a picture on Instagram and then I would have to delete the app so I couldn't see the likes okay I okay, I don't really relate to this one, but I feel like some people might, and I think that's why Instagram brought in the feature to hide your likes now, and i I think that a lot of people are loving that and they're using that. I personally keep mine on just because of um brand deals. I kind of like have to, but sometimes my engagement and recently it's been like down bad, but sometimes my engagement will be like so bad like. Like literally like 3 or 4,000 likes. And for how many followers I have, that's like very bad engagement. And I want to turn it off so bad. But then I feel like it's more sketch if I turn it off, you know? I don't know. I don't know. So yeah, I feel you, girl, on that one. Okay. Someone said, I would look up any and every IG workout to get skinny quick. Yep. I used to do all of that too. I used to go on YouTube just like we talked about. Exactly. Okay. Another person said, I used to pretend to look at my phone when I would be standing around slash waiting for someone. Okay. Does that, is that an insecurity thing or is that like a social awkwardness thing? Because I feel like if I am waiting for like an Uber or waiting for public transportation, or if I'm at a bar waiting or like trying to meet up with my friends, I think I still do this, but I also am a very confident person. Like I can walk into any bar and go up to any person and talk to anyone but I feel like sometimes like I guess if this person meant that she was doing it because she was insecure then yeah but I feel like I feel like if you do this it doesn't necessarily mean mean you're insecure but to this little lady who does this dm me next time just you know just dm me and I'll respond and then you don't have to pretend like you're talking to someone you can actually talk to someone okay the next person said, I used to be annoyed by people who could light up a room, pre- light up a room, parentheses, laughing, talking, etc. Okay, I think this is something that's no one really talks about and it's very important. If you feel intimidated by someone in the same room as you who is a nice person who just is more likable than you, you know, like people are more inclined to talk to them if you feel intimidated by them or if you talk shit on them you're probably an insecure person you know what I mean just like this person said like she used to she used to like talk down on people who could light up a room she used to be annoyed by the fact that the other people in the room were enjoying their presence and I think that this is something that I did especially when guys were involved back when I was an insecure person you know like if I'm in a room full of people and my the guy that I'm like flirting with I'm snapchatting whatever is in the room and there's another girl in the room who is like lighting the place up and she's just like full of energy and a ball of light like just a sweet girl that everyone wants to talk to yeah I used to do the exact same thing okay so the next person said I used to not look at myself in the mirror with the lights on. I always had to be in the dark. That is so so sad and devastating. And I I pray that you found the light. You know, okay, that sounded like a little a little sus. Like that sounded like I was being cliche with you. But no, I actually like really hope that you are confident enough now to look at yourself in the light because I can see your profile. I can see who submitted this, and you are beautiful and you're awesome and. I promise you do not have to hide in the dark. Okay. Someone said, I used to, no, 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 no. I, I used to send pictures of myself on kick to older guys when I was 14, dot, dot, dot. Traumatizing. No, because why do we all live the same lives? I think that my brain literally blocked out the kick era. If you had kick, K I K, the app with the green words on it, I can still vividly picture the app. Kick used to be a breeding ground for pedophiles. And I am pretty sure I did this too. I had like a kick boyfriend at some point. It was probably a 50 year old man. Damn. We've really truly, none of us have ever had a unique experience. Crazy, crazy. Okay. Someone else said, my, my teammates are skinnier than me and I always felt like I had to suck in my gut when I was around them. I feel like being an athlete, it's so crazy because you're constantly going to compare your body because you guys are wearing the same things. You know what I mean? If you're living life and you're like thriving and you get to choose your outfit, you're probably dressing in something that flatters your body type. And when you're playing a team sport, everyone's wearing the same uniform. And honestly, the uniforms growing up were traumatizing. They did not flatter anybody's body, no matter how you were built. But I feel you on that comparison level, like growing up, I would see the way I looked in the uniform and then I would see the way the girls bigger than me looked in the uniform. And then I would see the way the girls way smaller than me looked in the uniform. And it made me feel like I was like not good enough. So little lady, I feel you. I feel you. Okay, someone said, I used to edit myself in pictures even if it made that I had, even if it meant, I'm going to try again. Someone else said, I used to edit myself in pictures even if it meant that I had to make the other people in the picture look bigger. Okay, this I personally never did, but I can remember distinct times and on my instagram feed scrolling and seeing a group of people where the two people on the outside looked distorted and then the people on the like inside like their bodies were edited so much so that you could literally tell because the people on the outside were wider than they are in person and these were like people i knew so it was like pretty obvious and so yeah you're not alone on that i know people have done that before Okay, I'm going to do a couple more and then we're going to be done. Someone said that I used to wear clothes that were way too big on me to hide the parts of me that I didn't want people to see. I think that oversized clothes right now are so stinking trendy. So everyone's doing that right now. And now you're in luck because it's so trendy to do that. But girl, I feel you. I used to wear gym shorts and baggy t-shirts all the time because I didn't want people to see like how flat my chest was or anything like that especially like while I was going through puberty and stuff um okay someone else said I used to let my boyfriend decide what I would wear because he I'm assuming I'm adding this part in I'm assuming because like he would like freak out if you wore the wrong thing I don't know but I hope that you are making your own outfit decisions Ne- like now um and if you're if you're not then instead of asking your boyfriend you should ask me so send me the dm and ask me for my opinion instead but just trust your trust your judgment know that you're beautiful and no, no matter what you're gonna wear confidence is seriously the hottest thing you got this all right uh, this is gonna be the last oh gosh y'all, yeah, we'll end on this note this is the last one i used to stalk my boyfriend's ex's visco and his, ex- other exes and his other axes and his other axes and then i would try to convince myself that i was better than them yeah so i think we've all gone through the visco stalking phase visco i feel like for me was not it like hasn't been popular lately i feel like when i was in high school visco was like this huge thing because girls like parents or whatever followed them on instagram and they couldn't post like their hot hot pics on instagram so they would post them on the visco and I don't know, I feel like Viscos were like super scandalous. I don't know if they still are cuz I don't use Visco. I'm super unfamiliar with it now. But I feel you. I feel like so many people used to do that. Yeah, I definitely did that in high school. I would like go through their Visco, especially people who I had private Instagram accounts and then I didn't follow them. So then I had to go to their Visco and like see what was going on. Yeah. I think we all, I think we all went through that. Okay, guys. So Ooh, that was a lot. I just blasted through so many examples of ways that all of us in our little defining fitness community have, you know, just expressed our insecurities. And it's crazy because we've done it in ways that impact ourselves, impact the other people around us, are impacting what we wear, what we say, what we do, what we post, everything. And it's it's really crazy because Almost all of the things that people submitted to the Instagram question box that I put up were things that I had personally done or things that I know my friends have done. So it's crazy because like we really are all just going through it and struggling on our own. But at the end of the day, it's all of us. We're all doing these toxic things. We're all self-sabotaging in the same exact ways So just, you know, keep that in mind the next time that you go to bash a girl who is more beautiful than you think you are or talk down on someone or go to reach for diet pills or go to Google search thigh slimming workouts or things like that. Just remember like kindness fucking matters. That one comment that you could like say to someone, you're like, oh, like your skin looks kind of bad today. I remember people always used to fucking talk to me about my skin. It's like that one comment could stick with someone longer than you could ever imagine. So just spread kindness. Spread peace. Just be nice, you know? At the end of the day, I had hundreds of responses to that question box of women talking about things that they did when they were struggling. And I'm wondering... Would they have been doing those things if someone was kind to them? Or were those insecurities and the, everything just manifesting because people were rude to them or made them feel bad about themselves at some point in their life and they felt like they had to change it? I mean, why would anyone face tune anything if no one ever commented on it? You know what I'm saying? So just spread kindness. Watch your words. They fucking matter. Even if it's a girl you don't like, just don't say anything. Don't say anything, okay? Hot girls are nice girls. Hot girls are confident girls. You guys rock. I love you. Thanks for being so vulnerable with me on that question box. And if you guys need anything at all, please, please, please reach out to me because I'm serious. I really do feel the most secure I've felt in a long time. And it took me a very, very long time to get here. So I want to help you guys. And I want to help you guys see that, like, you don't need that shit. You don't need diet pills. You don't need to be looking at yourself with the lights off. You don't need that. You're beautiful. And I love you. And we're going to get through this together. And I love you guys. And if you ever need anything, reach out. Peace out.